Good evening, everyone. I'm an addict. My name is Ann. Uh, first of all, thank you for uh, letting me be of service here. It's uh, such an honor. Um, I was called by uh, uh, World about a month and a half ago, and they were looking for an Ann Tanaka, and I haven't been an Ann Tanaka for four years now. So when I got the message, I was like, uh-oh, you know, it's like I'm thinking thinking that the past is creeping in on me again. And, and anyway, um, I was asked to share a certain way. Uh, when I had a year clean, I was asked to share at this meeting where uh, there were a lot of gurus in our in our uh, in, in our fellowship, and so I asked my higher power that day, what kind of message would I have that I could share at this meeting? And um, my higher power told me, well, let's look at some of the stuff. Um, that I used, that I used and continue to use in my recovery. Um, but before I go into that, um, I'd like to tell you a little bit about myself. Uh, I started using in my late 20s. Uh, I got clean in my mid-30s, and um, now I've been clean for a little over 11 years. Um, thank you. I look into the audience, and I uh, see a lot of people that have come before me that have um, helped me stay clean. And I am so very, very grateful for your support and your continued support in my life. Uh, and it's, it's um, changed my life drastically. Uh, I have my sponsor, uh, my first sponsor for many, many years sitting in the room. I have my current sponsor sitting in the room. And I have many, many sponsees sitting in the room as well. So this is a great time for me uh, to express to you what it is I learned here in these rooms. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, first of all, I came to Narcotics Anonymous by the court system. I didn't think I had a drug problem, but everybody around me thought I did. And so I came into uh, the rooms of, of Narcotics Anonymous very unwilling. I came into the rooms sitting in the back row, uh, waiting, for my, waiting to get my paper signed so I could prove to the courts that I'd been going to these 12-step meetings. And what happened for me is by sitting in the back, uh, I... But I never gave the opportunity uh, or gave myself the opportunity to know what it is we do here. I went to one treatment facility. I got kicked out of that. I was uh, court-ordered to go to another one, uh, either that or go to jail. And, uh, and I didn't want to go to jail in my late, four, you know, my late 30s. And so I, I was thinking to myself, well, you're not really jail material. And so, uh, you know, so that, that was the start of it. Um, but by the time I went to that second treatment facility, something changed. There's a light bulb that went in me that, you know, went on in, on in me that uh, made that decision for me to change my life. And then, and then the opportunity for growth started. I was able to hear what, what it is you were saying here. Um, so, anyway, I went to this meeting at a year clean. And uh, I packed my bag full of goodies, and I said, I'm going to do this show-and-tell deal, right? You know, it's like, I'm unique, I'm original, you know, it's only one of a kind. So, anyway, I packed this bag of goodies, uh, and the goodies are, are things that I use in my recovery, that we're, we're taught to use in our recovery, and it's, like, easy stuff, you know. It starts off, first of all, uh, first of all, I go to meetings.
And the first thing that I need to know is what meetings there are around in my area. So I pick up all the literature I can get, and I find out who you are, what you do, and how you can help me. So I start off with literature. And, uh, and what I did was, in the first two years of my recovery, I went to a meeting probably every day for the first two years of my recovery. So I pick up literature. Second of all, you know, I walk into the meeting, and there's these 12 steps and 12 traditions, and I'm like, okay, you know, and, and then we talk about a sponsor, and it took me a while to figure out, you know, about this sponsor deal, um, that this, what, what the sponsor, uh, what the sponsor does for us in recovery, or how they help us, and how they help us to grow. Uh, so what I did was, I listened, and I was told that if I could connect with one woman in the room, then I would be okay. One woman that I could start to trust. And so what I did was I listened, and I found someone that maybe, just maybe, would be on the same, you know, could be on the same wavelength. And so what I did was uh, I asked her to sponsor me, and uh, she was my sponsor for many, many, many years, and, and I'm so grateful that you're here to support me tonight. Um, she set me on some things to do. The first step was uh, that I needed to get a journal. So what I did was I, I brought my journal uh, with my set, the set, first set, set of steps that I did, and um, I started working step one. And her, instruction, her instructions to me was that I needed to know what every word meant in step one. So she asked me to get a dictionary. So what I did was I got a dictionary, the big, oh, wrong dictionary. I didn't bring a dictionary. Anyway, pretend this is a dictionary. I brought the biggest, I bought the biggest dictionary I could find because I needed to know exactly what the step meant. <laughs> and so, what I did was, how I worked step one was I had to, I had to get the definition of every single word in there. And when I, when I shared the step, because back in, you know, back 11 years ago, there was no, it works how and why workbook. We worked at, you know, how her sponsor taught her and et cetera, et cetera. So what I did was I, I worked step one that way. And um, I got an understanding of that and, and um, that really, really helped me. You know, um, the toughest thing, I think, when I come into the when I first came into the rooms, is that I was instructed that I needed to connect with other women. And that was the most difficult thing because um, coming from a place of no to low self-esteem, it was difficult. It was like if I asked someone uh, for their number, a woman for their number, I would always deep inside feel that if they said no, you know, I'd like crawl up into myself and, and disappear. So... That was the first thing I did was I was instructed to get names and numbers. And so what I did was I got myself an address book and I got myself a pen to write those names in that address book. And, uh, you know, this is a big step, but the bigger step beyond that is that I needed to telephone those women. So what I did was I was I, I had to pick up the telephone and call people. So that's what I did. You know, we have a, a, a wonderful world of technology today. So not only do we have landlines, we have PDAs and telephones. And uh, unfortunately, I, I couldn't bring my laptop tonight. But, you know, we have 
a variety of ways uh, to communicate to anybody. Uh, you know, in, in sponsorship, the best way and the most direct way is via telephone and direct line immediately. You know, we do this email stuff and it gets real impersonal and it stays impersonal and, and I really like the, you know, the, the, the direct contact. Um, anyway, that's what they taught us to do is to pick up the phone and call someone when things, whatever was happening with you. You know, I'm, I'm almost 50 and, uh, you know, when I, somewhere around 41, I kind of lost my eyesight. You know, and, and so, what it is is, you know, I had to get glasses, and, and I'm a, you know, I hate to say, but you know, I'm a vain woman, you know, and, and so it was difficult for me um, to get glasses, you know, and I still have a tough time using glasses, but, you know, through recovery, I found out that um, it's better to read than not read, <laughs> and it's better to read close than, like, on the ground, you know, so, but anyway, so, you know, those are some of the things that I learned. Um, I was also asked to pick up literature, and by that I mean uh, Narcotics Anonymous has given us great, great literature. So my first book that I worked out of was from our basic text, um, and our basic text is a wonderful, wonderful book. And I think the first thing that really, really attracted me to this book is in our preface. And I just want to read this to you because... You know, a lot of us, I don't know about you, but if I read a regular book, the preface is usually the first place I skip. I just move to chapter one. But the last paragraph of the basic test, uh, the preface of the basic test states, Therefore, with gratitude in our recovery, we, de we dedicate our NA book to the loving service of our higher power, that through the development of a conscious contact with God, no addict seeking recovery need die without a chance to find a better way of life. And that's the one, one paragraph that really attracted me to read the basic text. Then we had a second book come out, and it was called It Works How and Why, and, um, which is another wonderful book, you know, and this allowed me to work, um, several other steps through this, this book. And, um, you know, I, I just can't tell you enough that this book supplemented our basic text. And then when the workbook came out, which I don't have uh, because it's been given to other people, um, it was a wonderful, um, it was a wonderful aid in, in helping not only myself, but other, you know, other women and other people in the fellowship to learn about, you know, to develop a, a greater understanding of what this disease is about and how it affects us and how we do recover. We also, um, you know, it's fortunate to get some literature, and I was given this book this weekend uh, on sponsorship. This is our latest book, um, and I haven't had a chance to read it yet, but I will. <laughs> so we have, you know, we have a great abundance of uh, literature. And um, I have to tell you that, you know, I, I brought... I brought several journals. You know, I, ha I have, you know, I have my work-stepping journal, and I have my, uh, you know, more work-stepping journals. And then, you know, then further on in recovery, I was asked to do a daily journal. And, um, you know, I, I brought my daily journal from 1997. And um, 
how I did 1997. Every day that I wrote in my journal, I started off with Dear God. And every and the second line of that Dear God was always, this is Anne again. You know, and, um, you know, in, in looking back in my journal, uh, a lot of times it was days of Wawa days, you know, where this and where that and, 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 and my life isn't like that today. You know, it was, it, it's, it's changed a lot. And, and so I get to reflect back on what my thinking was and how, you know, how I thought, um, how I behaved, how I behaved and, and, and reflect on, on how I am today. And it's just incredible that a lot of these feelings and a lot of these t- thoughts uh, no longer exist in my life today. You know, they're just, that's the way it was then. Um, so I get to reflect back. I, I like looking back to my journals and reflecting um, all the struggles I had back then, you know. And, and, and a lot of my struggles back then was about relationships. And, um, you know, it's through the 12 steps that I, that I gained a greater understanding of the relationships I have, especially with myself, with a power greater than myself, and with you. And it's been my, you know, a, a great learning experience for me. And, and through, through this process of recovery, uh, we do become productive members of society. And uh, through that, what I mean is we start to um, get employed. You know, we start having relationships with our families, our friends, uh, and our higher power. And, and by doing all that and becoming productive members of society, uh, we get to do things like come to world conventions to be of service to others. Um, and, and, you know, I've, I've had the greatest opportunity uh, to have attended four world conventions of Narcotics Anonymous. Um, my first was in St. Louis, Missouri, which was uh, uh, really far from Hawaii for me. Uh, it was a very good experience. And, and then uh, a few years after that, I got to experience San Jose and and uh, the recovery that was happening there. And it, it was so incredible because, you know, we have a small fellowship here in Hawaii, and to see 30,000 addicts in one location was incredible. Uh, and then the next one was two years ago uh, in San Diego. Uh, and through this process, um, <clears throat> about seven years, <clears throat> excuse me, about seven years clean, I ran into a brick wall here in the, in the rooms, and so what I did was I, I took a, a, I left the fellowship, you know, and I, I got married back then, and, and and life life was good. And then I went to San Diego, and I met all my girlfriends there from around the world. And the last night we were there, you know, they, they sat me down and they said, hmm, what are you doing, you know? And, 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 you know, wouldn't you like your life to get more incredible than it is? And it was that spark uh, that I remembered, that I, I know that my, my life had become so incredible in the first seven years that I was there, that why wouldn't I want to continue this journey and make my life even more incredible? And so I made a commitment to them at that very table that I would come back to Hawaii and uh, I would do those necessary steps to uh, continue my journey in recovery. And um, so when I got back, I, I, I got a sponsor that was on island uh, because for many years I had a sponsor that was somewhere else. And, you know, 
you know, I wasn't doing anything bad, you know, being this long distance thing. I just, it was just just kind of safe for me. For some odd reason, it felt safe that, you know, she wasn't there when I turned around or, you know, I I don't know what it was. Um, But this time, I felt it important that I needed someone here on island. And um, I made that commitment. I made the commitment to go to at least one meeting a week, and I and I did that commitment. I still continue it. I attend a, a women's meeting every Wednesday night here. Um, and and my the great joy I have is about helping that woman coming in the meeting, that newcomer woman coming in the meeting, knowing how she feels, uh, because I know what it's like coming in. And um, you know, it's important for me to give that newcomer uh, a great big hug. You know, and to welcome them. Because, you know, a lot of times, you know, like a lot of meetings I used to go to, you know, when the newcomer comes in, um, we're sometimes uh, so displaced and we go and talk to our friends and, you know, we're, we're doing all this stuff. But, you know, our, our, I have to remember that that's our primary purpose is to help the addict who still suffers. And, and um, it's, a, it's, you know, great importance for me to do that. So we have, I, I do a women's meeting. So, you know, I see, you know, I attend certain functions around and I, I don't know a lot of people anymore in, in our own fellowship because I just do this one women's meeting. And um, and so I have to ask people, who's that? You know, <laughs> who's that? <laughs> and then they tell me, oh, well, they go to this meeting or that meeting. And, and, um, and you know, these are people with some, some you know, some years, you know, they, you know, two, three, four years. Um, but because I, I attend this one meeting, um, that kind of stunts my getting to know a lot of people around. So, but anyway, and through this process, you know, through these processes, you know, we get to get key tags. You know, we get to do that one day key tag, that just for today key tag, and we get the 30, the 60, the 90, and then we start getting these medallions. And I'll, I'm a firm believer of uh, passing our medallions to the next person. You know, and 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 the ones I've kept. Like here in Hawaii, at one time we had this whole thing about having the medallions engraved um, by our home group, so they would engrave our name and our claim date. Um, and those are the only ones that I've kept. Um, so all you know, like one through one through nine are all gone. They're, they've been passed on to other people, and that's the real constant joy to me because I know that somewhere down the line I've given a one, a two, a three, a four. And all the way to 10, and it brings me great joy that I get to see people uh, in their recovery, you know, gaining some time and and more recovery. You know, and and we have our Just for Today book. Our women's meeting is a Just for Today meeting, and we read the passage, and and we, you know, we talk about, we talk about uh, the Just for Today and, you know, I have a sponsor that, that called and said, did you read your just for today? <laughs> you know, every day it's like, did you read your just for today? I said, no, did you? Um, but I have it boot up on my computer every morning. Um, you know, we're, we're so fortunate in the technology that we have today and that we have all these tools. You know, we have this, we have CDs, we can load in a computer, we can do all kinds of stuff. We can do our, you know, we can do our one, two, three, four step from our, from our work stepping guide on disc, um, and uh, it, it's just incredible uh, the amount of things we can do. And, and then through all this, you know, 
I get to gain a great, greater understanding. I get to experience with you things that I've done with you. You know, I get to, I get to have, I get to have photographs today, you know, of memories that I've spent with you along the, along my journey, you know, and, and, um, I really, really, uh, am so happy in the journey I've taken. My life through all of this has become so incredible. You know, I, I, um, I had a couple of relationships in this, in the rooms of Narcotics Anonymous. Uh, there were a few issues that I hadn't, uh, tackled while I was here, so the, the relationship didn't quite work. Uh, but it was still their fault. <laughs> no. <laughs> Just joking, but. So, you know, through the steps, I, I was able to tackle a lot of those issues, you know. A lot of them were my trust issues. Um, um, still feeling insecure in some areas. Uh, and then what I did was I, you know, I, I, I thought to myself, well, uh, maybe I could search for a partner somewhere else. And I did. You know, I, I have a, 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 a inter, internet wonder story. I'm one of those internet persons who, who had, you know, a, a, a very, who has a very successful relationship. And, and I'm married to a, a man that's, uh, loving and caring and balanced. And, uh, you know, when we first started dating, you know, I, I, I had to ask the main question, uh, do you drink? You know? <laughs> I knew he didn't do drugs, but do you drink? And if you do, how much? You know? <laughs> and, and he said, you know, we, we were talking, I told him, well, I belong to this fellowship called, called Narcotics Anonymous. And, um, you know, it was a red flag for him. And, and why it was a red flag is because he experienced uh, a friend who went to a 12-step program, who replaced the addiction with Narcotics Anonymous. And um, it didn't look healthy in his eyes, you know, because we do, you know, when we get clean, you know, everything goes into our recovery, everything. You know, go to a meeting every day, call your sponsor every day, you know, read just for today, call another woman every day. Um, and so he asked me a big question that was important to him was, um, where was I in my recovery? You know, like, was I one year, two year? Was I still going to meetings every night? You know, and, and, uh, and what he didn't, you know, he, he set boundaries in his life, like what he wanted and what he didn't want. <clears throat> and um, that, was, that was close to my seventh year. So I was, you know, I was just doing a, a, a big service commitment. I was ending a service, service commitment. And, um, and he saw me. Helping the addict who still suffers. Uh, and, and, you know, it was at that time that I kind of phased out of the rooms of Narcotics Anonymous for, for a bit. And, uh, you know, when I came back from San, you know, he had the opportunity to join us in San Diego. And, um, you know, he's, he's still, as a normal person, thinks that, you know, all of us have, have quit drugs for a while, you know, and that, that we should probably move on. You know, that, that we're not doing that stuff anymore. But you know what? His thoughts are his thoughts. He allows me, or, you know, he allows me to do what's necessary for me to stay healthy. So, you know, you know, I, I have a house full of friends here, and, and he knows that for two years now I've been planning this, this you know, journey, this hosting deal. And um, last week, Thursday, uh, 
Before he we went to bed, he kissed me, and he said, I'll see you in two weeks. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, and, and he, he welcomes uh, my friends into my home, into our home. And uh, he sees the amount of love that we have here. Uh, he, he, you know, my journals are left open at home, and he's not once had any desire to read about my past. Um, because for him, it's important on how we do our how we, how we do our present, you know, and and uh, you know, early on in our relationship, through all through all this, you know, doing all this work and working on self and 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 continue to gain that high, uh, uh, relationship with that higher power, you know, he gets to experience a wonderful woman I've become today, you know, and and. Um, he always tells me, oh boy, I, I don't believe you went to jail, you know, or I don't believe you, you know, you stole because, you know, I, I'm, I'm Asian, um, I'm a white collar thief, you know. <laughs> and so, you know, he's like, wow, oh, I don't believe, you know, I don't believe you had a record, I don't believe you had run five years of probation. And, and so, he's not interested in my past, you know, he's not interested in who I was with in the rooms or who I wasn't in the rooms with or, He's not interested in any of that. He's interested uh, in his wife being able to stay healthy physically, mentally, and spiritually. And, um, you know, he, he um, sees a lot of us. You know, I, he's in our relationship, he's uh, reminded constantly that Anne will go this way and she'll go that way and I'll talk to her when she's here, you know. So, so he lets me do that for a little bit and when I get there, it's like, okay, let's talk. You know, and and um, he teaches me uh, about love and about patience and about understanding, and that uh, I don't need to uh, go crazy over a lot of things that you know that aren't important. You know, and, and you know as much as those um, control issues that I've worked in my steps, uh, it's it's still evident today that that I have a defect of character in that area. Uh, my friends know it, <laughs> you know, and, and um, what he does is, is uh, he tells me that I to slow down, to take a deep breath, uh, to talk to a God of my understanding, and to call my sponsor. And, uh, you know, he just, he just kicks back and just, and just loves me for who I am. Uh, so these are the things, the simple things that we use in our recovery. Uh, I use them every day. Uh, especially the telephone, uh, and it's a constant reminder how I, how what I need to do to continue to have a wonderful life. You know, I I, pra- I practice the principles as best I can in all our affairs, and and the more I work a step, the greater understanding I have of the principle involved in the step, and uh, it, it's been a wonderful, wonderful journey. Uh, and I continue, you know, I, I continue to do this journey because if my life is so good today, you know, it can only get like phenomenal, you know, tomorrow. And 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 as long as I continue to do the footwork, uh, that I'll have a greater understanding of what my God wants me to do today. Uh, I want to talk a little bit, you know, about about having this journey here you know my mom passed away uh almost two years ago and she was sick for many 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 years uh and what happened was 
by staying clean and working the principles in my life, I was able to care for her in the last few years of her life. And, you know, going from the daughter of being cared for to the daughter of caring for, you know, for her mom uh, was ph- phenomenal for her. You know, so I, I had the great opportunity uh, to help her through her transition to another life. And, and uh, you know, through that time, you know, it was a difficult time. You know, she, she, you know, she passed on virtually in my arms and, and uh, it was only, it was only through the 12 steps and the, and the principles behind these that I, I could deal with that because I knew what to do. Call people, tell them what I was feeling, how I was, you know, what was happening. Uh, and from time to time, you know, I'll call someone and I'll tell them, you know, I'm feeling lonely. You know, I, I, I miss my mom. You know, I, I don't have a parent today. They're, they're both gone and, and, um, and I just, you know, sometimes I miss her. But anyway, so these are the things that make my, my recovery rock. And it, it continues to rock every day. I have, I have special people in my life today. Um, and, I, and I just want to grow here. And, and this is what it's all about. So this is the fundamentals that I use uh, in staying clean and, and getting a better understanding of everything involved. So thank you for letting me share. be on my recovery, living and enjoying life without the use of drugs. Just for today, I will have faith in someone in NA who believes in me and wants to help me in my recovery. Just for today, I will have a program. I will try to follow it to the best of my ability. Just for today, through NA, I will try to get a better perspective on my life. Just for today, I will be unafraid. My thoughts will be on my new associations, people are not using and have found a new way of life. So long as I follow that way, I have nothing to fear just for today. Okay, um, let's make a circle around the room and close the meeting with the third step prayer. 